Hello, everyone, and welcome to another IA Cast and A Cast episode. My name is Michael Dois, and today I'm here with Aaliyah Dudley. The A Cast is alive! It's back. And Jason Earls. I'm on an Android show. Where's Dan? I mean, hello, everyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we have some awesome android news but let's start out with some really fantastic news ira from is ira. free kind of yes so uh, ira is free for the first five minutes of each call and that is available to everybody including guests so no longer do you actually have to um use a an access promotion or whatever to get ira for the first five minutes this also works for current explorers the first five minutes will not count against your regular minutes so um and according to what has come out over the last few days as people have been processing this if your task does take longer than five minutes you can call back in um you just won't get the same agent or may not get the same agent. So, um, very interesting and interesting marketing that they've been doing about this. Yeah, we, we've seen a I'm, lot of things saying Ira is free, which I guess in that situation it is for five minutes. But it's like, keep reading. <laughs> yeah, I well, and it's I'm not exactly the biggest it's from, fan of this marketing strategy. I'm but. not either, and it's. It's from Ira itself, too. Like, I still have been... I got a notification just yesterday talking about Ira being free, and I'm like, yeah, except with limits. It's just... You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when all the carriers in the U.S. decided to uh, go back to offering quote-unquote unlimited data. Everybody's like, look, we have unlimited data now, except we deprioritize you when you use 20 gigs or, you know, whatever it is. See, I got lucky with the Verizon plan that I'm yeah, on. Yeah, Verizon's nice. Well, not all of the plans, like no. their new ones aren't. But well, like and the... Sprint's the same way. We have a very old Sprint plan mm -hmm. that's unlimited. Well, and, and Verizon hasn't always offered the true unlimited plan anyway. Right, but the one that I got is truly unlimited. So I got lucky. <laughs> even even when I go into the Verizon store, they look at my plan, they're like, whoa, you got a good plan. <laughs> yeah, hold on to that. <laughs> in fact like you know i've had them look up you know discounts and different things they're like you can't get that while on that plan i'm like i'm sure i can't <laughs> they really really want you on a different plan <laughs> right but i am very happy with what i have so i'm gonna keep it so you yeah. cry it from your cold dead hands yes <laughs> <laughs> so it's very similar to ira they they say it's free but with limits. And now the good thing is if you are using Ira and you're doing a task, you can call back a few times, but just don't be that person that calls back fi every five minutes, like for like an hour. Please don't. Just, I yeah. mean, I guess, and, and I've heard people say, well, if that's how I use it, that's how I use it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but don't abuse it. But there's me. also <laughs> other services you could use in between calls, for Correct. instance. Like, yeah. I mean, unless you're doing something that's involving, you know, personal information, there's always services like Be My Eyes or, you know, something else you could use in between you contacting Ira. I mean, it's not ideal, but at least it would keep you from making so many five-minute calls that Ira's like, you know, this probably isn't the best idea. We're just going to nip this in the bud right now. You know, and it's very interesting because there's, I mean, I'm I'm curious of what, I know there are. But if you're just using Ira for very quick things, five minutes is really all you need. Yeah. Maybe 10. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Even navigation. Usually, like, if I'm going to use Ira for navigation, I will get close to a business and then call. Because I can get close using maps or something else. And then I'll call and say, hey, so I'm looking for this business. Do you see it? And usually that takes less than five minutes. Or calling an Uber. I'll call Ira if I'm unsure, if I'm in a busy area and I don't know about which car. I should have done this yesterday. But I will call Ira and say, hey, I'm looking for this color car. Um, can you help me find it? So it's a nice program. It's just one of those things that we want to 
you know, make sure we don't abuse and make sure that everybody can use it to the best uh, that they can. Absolutely. So let's talk about our first Android news topic of today, and that is... No Q? No Q. Well... Q who? Q what? And Star Trek fans will get that reference. <laughs> yes. I was actually trying so hard not to make a comment. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh. Um, so Android is now Android 10. I guess they were trying to get us to get used to that by saying Android 9 Pi. Interesting. I never you know thought of I mean? that, but that makes sense. Yeah. And I read an article, or maybe it was you telling me, Aaliyah, I don't remember, but Basically, like part of the reasoning that they are no longer going to publicly use desserts to denote Android releases is possible like language barriers, for instance. Like, you know, in some places, a marshmallow is not considered a dessert, for instance. So interesting. But I feel like it takes out some of the fun. Yeah. Google's always been quirky. Like, but they are going to keep naming them after desserts. And they came out with one, which is. Oh. No. Do I have to say it? Yes, you do. No, I don't. Jason, yep. say it. <laughs> queen cake? Yeah, queen cake. Yeah. What? I was hoping <laughs> I for Android. I don't know why that's so funny to say. <laughs> I, I was hoping for Jason's uh, the thought of... The opposite of queen cake? Which is a Mardi Gras thing? <laughs> you know what? They, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping it would have been Jason's recommendation of quick. Like Nestle quick. I forgot all about that. That would have been cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that was talked about on this podcast. We speculated. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. And we yeah, were wrong. That's true. W- yes, we R-O-N-G. were. We were hoping. Not fair. And I'm still saying that if it's not Android Rhesus, I'm boycotting the whole operating system. <laughs> Come on now. I don't know, Michael. As much At as At least you it wasn't like Android that... P Pickle. Yeah. That's not a dessert, no, so that wouldn't have gone it, anyway. It would have been funny, because Android Pickle on your Pixel? <laughs> yeah, and if we were using creative show pixel, names, Michael, that would do you... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Totally. But do you really think you would be able to resist the lure of the uh, Pixel 4 when it finally comes out? Oh, yeah, we, we haven't even talked about that on this show, or have we? Yes, we did. We, yeah, we have. Yes, yeah, we, we did. Have. Yes, we did. And no, I can't resist that. And plus, that would come out, that's, the Pixel 4 is the queen cake release. Pixel 5 would be the better be Rhesus release. <laughs> it's hard uh, to say Rhesus release. Yeah, it is. <laughs> say that three times fast. Also, for for those of us who still can't say Reese's Cups in normal conversation, would it be Android Reese? Yes. <laughs> there are a lot of people that say Reese. Yes, I am included. I used to be one of them. I am still one I of them. I used to be really? one of them. Yes. I caught myself saying it at Walgreens the other day when I was oh, looking wow. for your Reese's Cups. I said, can I have some Reese's Cups? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I'll do is like when I when I actually mean I drank something, I'll for whatever reason say I drunk something. So drunk and Reese's well or Reese Reese cups. Yeah. Doing my things that I so unfortunately still today. Just goes along with all of you people that say pop instead of soda. Yeah, it's pop. <laughs> it is. It's pop. So Majority rules, Michael, you're wrong. <laughs> so basically back to the conversation at hand what's you know it's a big thing because they're kind of changing androids you know naming and i feel like that's going to be a bigger deal in the future because where are they going to take the os and i feel like we're at a transition point for android i've noticed even the play store for me has changed and it looks different so uh, it had. It used to be very colorful. It had uh, green bars or blue bars based on what part of the app you're in. Those are gone. And so things are changing. Yeah, I was reading it's supposed to be more like white type backgrounds and stuff, right? Like In other words, more it like looks more, more like iOS. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was trying to get to that without actually saying it. Yeah, well. Yeah. Because, you know. <laughs> Called it. But apparently still. the Play Store has tabs now. 
Yes, it has tabs along the bottom, which is becoming a more popular thing on Android, which is more like iOS. Can you get to the search box a little easier now? Um, I don't know. I I think so. I don't know. I, I kind of like the old look. look I like the the green bars for, to represent different things, and uh, I just don't know. There's I have mixed feelings about it. I kind of wish you could pick to go back to the old look. But nobody that... agrees with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Literally, nobody said anything. Well, have y'all played with it? I mean, that that's, that's I have the not. thing, too. Well, as so. I was saying, I haven't actually seen a difference in the Play Store yet. I don't know if I just need to update Play Services again or what. Uh, but full disclosure, I just installed the um, beta of, I almost called it Q, of 10 on my Pixel yesterday? Well, the in the developer, uh, it still calls it Android Q beta. Weird. Weird. Mm-hmm. Also... I'm going to get confused and say Android 13 and iOS 10, so just laugh at me now. <laughs> that is amusing. Yeah, that is. <laughs> iOS 10, back when, right after Android Slide OS 13. <sighs> but if you really think about it, I mean, they're making Android more like iOS. And this will, we'll talk about this in our main topic, but it's very interesting where it's going. As long as they don't develop a a rotor for talkback. I mean, please that would not just be the weird. rotor. Please not the rotor. I mean, that maybe as a, iOS. maybe as a setting where you could set if you want it that way. Yeah, but twisty, turny things. That's weird. I've on Android, with, yeah. on Android, it's weird. Now Although I, they do need a I've two actually, finger double tap. Yes, they do. Oh yes, they do. Samsung's voice I've assistant. I've actually come up with it. a yeah, and it's interesting. It is. Um, but I've actually come up with an alternative to the rotor that I, I couldn't think of anything better to call it than the nav strip. And basically what I was thinking is you could move your fingers. You know how scrolling works in Android? You know, you place two fingers on the screen, at least with TalkBack. You place two fingers on the screen. You can scroll a little bit at a time. You don't necessarily scroll a whole screen. Right. And that's what it I was thinking me. you could do with the nav strip. You would yeah. place three fingers on the screen and then it would tell you as you're moving your fingers up or down the screen you know headings characters words links and you could move them around and then you would stop and then flick right or left or up or down i hadn't really decided at that point to adjust the settings and then you could either move it back to default or you could have it automatically set itself to default for you after a user specified amount of inactivity and by that i mean like not touching the screen Although I could see that getting in the way of reading text. Oh, yeah. but Unless yeah. it just didn't say default. I mean, I just... Nah. There needs to be a better way. Because what I'm concerned about is when we do get the Pixel 4, no more fingerprint sensor. Yeah, but what's, what's going to happen is just you're going to have air gestures. I hope so. But the fact that like TalkBack <clears throat> users especially can use the fingerprint sensor to switch... Um, between navigation and something like speech rate or pitch or whatever you want. Well, I, I don't think you can do pitch. I think it's like navigation, yeah. verbosity, yeah. audio ducking. I think they're going to have some cool rate. options, though. I hope so, but it's just easy to put the in put my index finger on the fingerprint sensor and flick. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. So I want to talk to everybody about a new app coming out for Android. We will be discontinuing very soon our IACast app for Android, and we'll be bringing you a full iAccessibility app for Android. So this app will have everything that you guys on the iOS side have, plus it will have everything for Android. So it will be a really awesome app, and it's going to have all the features that you expect, including push notifications and the live stream. So if you use the IACast app for Android now, you're in for a treat with the new iAccessibility app coming, hopefully, next month. Your treat, though, is not necessarily dessert. I mean, it's an app, but it's right. a treat nonetheless. Right. So now let's talk about a topic that is really important with all of these changes. So you've made the decision to say, I'm going to take a break from iPhone this time. <gasps> How dare you? And up 
<laughs> and upgrade to an Android phone. You know, you see <gasps> that Pixel you. 4, and it's so much better than the iPhone 11. You say, I'm <laughs> jumping. <laughs> yeah, you are going to jump out of that chair when Aaliyah pushes you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm doing it. I was but... going to say, shush. <laughs> But, you know, any any of our audience members, you know, you decide to go Android, you know, LG phone, Samsung, Google Pixel. So what do you do when you make that jump? Panic? <laughs> Turn around disco? and go return the phone? What? Um, that, that no, panic's no. a different company that makes some awesome software. <laughs> that does not Apple products. Android. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, folks. I'm... Seriously joking. I have been using an Android phone for not as my not as my daily driver, mind you, but I have been using an Android phone uh, for almost two years now. So how do you get started moving from iOS to Android? Well, the first thing is you want to pick a good phone. You know, an iPhone is like, you know, you just pick you pick an iPhone, you know, you're going to get a good phone, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but with Androids, Even it's a little get... more difficult. There's a lot of things to keep in mind when buying an Android phone. Will it get the new version of Android next year? If not, don't buy it. <laughs> no, seriously, don't. Because it the minute you stop getting security updates, it, it's it's an insecure phone. Well, I'm, what I'm I mean sorry. is, what I mean is, like, what happens with Android is. You could buy a Samsung or LG or other branded phone, and they'll still get updates, but a year and a half, sometimes longer, after the version of Android comes out. So they're still getting updates. Yeah, those. That's fine. But if you if 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 the phone that you're looking at won't support the next major version of, of Android OS, then that's just... Right. No. But it's important to say, do... Do you need the latest and greatest updates, or are you okay with updating a year later? Samsung? A year later, Samsung. Yes. Well, and I think in some ways, if you guys think about it, Android does not necessarily make that a cut and dry yes or no answer because a lot of what gets updated and uh, new features and things are things like play services and Gboard and things that update inside the operating system independently of right. your operating system version even the accessibility along with the suite. security patches yeah even the accessibility suite i mean there are some things that require you know a specific version of android like there's there are um, some things that require nougat i believe to work but i mean nougat's like old now but still you're going to get a lot of the new features even if you're not necessarily running the newest version of android for me though that is something i look for in a phone will i get android updates well and you know samsung phones can do a lot but i've i've personally always gone with the pixel because of the update the ease of update and jason you're running a pixel one and it's gotten four versions of android right it's getting android yeah. 10 mm -hmm. <laughs> which so, is really weird i honestly thought it was going to get stopped at pi not that i'm complaining mind and it's really interesting to see where Android's going. And, you know, Samsung, they have their own voice assistant, and which works very similar to the iOS voiceover. So if that's something that you need is that compatibility between the two, go for it. But if you're feeling more adventurous, go to the, the LGs, the, the Pixels, the... Stock Android. The other things. But stock yeah. Android is going to be the things that get the updates the quickest. Honestly, guys, though, TalkBack is a very respectable screen reader. If you are up for a little bit of a learning curve, it's not much, but a little bit of a learning curve, um, TalkBack, TalkBack's respectable. It really is. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I mean, a lot of the learning curve, though, is the two-part gestures that you have to do to accomplish certain things and some of which you can change to things like tapping the device on the side not on the screen uh, with a single tap or a double tap it just depends on what you choose you have a lot of choice with android but um at least the basic 
flick and double tap gestures are going to be the same with talkback or voiceover or voice assistant. So at least you'll get some basic familiarity when using the phone. But uh, as far as updates and stuff are concerned, you know, it, even if you don't get a Pixel, if you can get an Android One device, I think those also still get updates directly from Google as well. Um, and I know some of them can be a little more affordable than, say, a brand new Pixel 4 XL will probably be. Just be aware of what phones are available and, you know, look at what works best for you. I love the design of the Pixel. It's amazing. It's very much a very nice looking phone. But, you know, pick what you like. Pick the features on a phone that you like. So I want to get you guys' thoughts on what apps you guys use in place of the iOS apps. So what notes app, what calendar app, contacts, messaging, what kind of apps do you use on your android phone stock ones (laughs) i mean right i don't i don't actually have an app for taking notes on android because i've never paired a bluetooth keyboard to it and i just don't don't feel like touch typing um i do wish that there was a good and if somebody knows of one please let me know a good um fast typing keyboard for android similar to flick type or something like that yeah that would be great because honestly i feel like and I feel like TalkBack is the culprit here or something with TalkBack. I just, I feel like it's reaction time from when I type a letter to when it tells me the letter is typed is slower than it is in iOS. Like I, I can type faster on my phone than on my Pixel than I could on my Nexus 4. It's frustrating for me. Yeah, I agree with that. So you guys use the stock apps. Yes. Yeah. And I would have installed um, another messaging app had I known like about them when I had my Samsung phone. See, I really like the Google Messages app because you could also use Google Messages for web. And if you still have an iPad, you could actually log into Messages for web on iPad and send messages to your Android phone like you would with iMessage to iPhone. Right. And it's accessible. Yes. I can vouch for it. I used it. So now, as far as a notes app, I prefer Google Keep Notes just because it combines reminders, notes, and several other things into one, and it works with the Google Assistant. Also, if you're switching from Apple from uh, the iOS platform, I actually still recommend that you use Apple Music. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Much It's weird nicer <laughs> to use it on Android. Oh, it but is. It's amazing. It's very strange. Well, and and Apple is doing something that nobody. Um, well, they're doing something Spotify is not doing, and that is they didn't kill their uh, home screen widget, so you could control all of Apple Music from your home screen, which you can't even do on iOS. No. Spotify had the same functionality, but they took it out, and we don't know why. Yeah, and I think Apple Music's actually going to start getting some iOS 13 features for Android as well. Uh, I read about uh, somebody was talking about some of the new like dark mode features and some other features from 13. Oh. I don't remember the specifics were appearing in an Apple Music beta. There's an Apple Music beta? Uh, <laughs> Apparently. Uh-oh. Yeah. Right. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Apparently there is an Apple Music beta. <laughs> So, which, go ahead. I'm going to sign up for after the show. <laughs> it's just amazing what Android can do. And it's really a lot, you don't have as many limits on what your phone could do, but you do need to be a little bit more careful on what apps you install from even the Play Store. So keep that in mind. Yeah. But your Play Store is where you get everything. And now, one of the things that's important, another app that I recommend is one called Movies Anywhere. Ah, yes. Absolutely. This will take all of your movies that you purchased on iOS and move them over to other services. So you get all your movies, well, most of them, that you purchased in the iTunes store on your Android device. Email. Um, This is kind of an interesting subject for me. The Gmail app is okay, but I still prefer Outlook and other apps like it. Aquamail's pretty I use decent. Gmail. 
But the nice thing is you can set default mail apps. Yes. So you're not just limited to the email app for iPhone. Yeah. You can I... set default phone apps even. Yes, you can. A default dialer. Yep. And a default messages app. Mm-hmm. Now. And browsing. Well, let's go back to messages because I want to make something clear. You can set Facebook Messenger to be your messages app, but <sighs> capital letters, bold, underlined, don't. Because that does I give Facebook the ability to uh, read your messages. Don't don't care what they say about privacy. They are able to see things. Facebook's creepy. Don't let it have anything access to anything right. more than absolutely necessary if you want to use it. Just don't. Especially on Android. Mm-hmm. Now, Android oh, yeah. does have yeah, the ability to do other things with social networks like Twitter. You could put your timeline on your home screen. You can put a new tweet button in your quick settings, which is amazing. That's quick cool. settings is kind of like control center for iOS. Yeah. The one thing I wish you could do is change the notification sound for the Twitter app specifically. You can't. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, I've done it. What? Where? I will have to find it and show you. Cause but remember, I had mine actually work. be a bird. Yeah. I would love to have that. But, but now mine just goes, hey. Hey, hey, so I turned off my Twitter notifications. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to show you how to do it. I'll have to figure it out myself. I had it set on my Pixel too. <laughs> I have so. so many Twitter notifications come through that, like, my phone was literally sitting on the couch just going, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and, and that's the other thing, WhatsApp. You can have custom sounds for WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're not limited to just your system sounds. Mm-hmm. It's... Beautiful. Like, I, I'm so happy about this. The only thing about WhatsApp I don't like is how TalkBack navigates your message list. Blech. Yes, I agree. Um, but also, you can put a group on your home screen, so you tap on that group and it brings you right to the group. That's nice. You can do all kinds of things that you could not do on iOS. So if you are making the jump, you are making a jump into more customization. Oh, yeah. The one thing that I would like to know from our community is what voice recording app is everybody's favorite? There are loads. There are. But um, another great app to have, you know, we have the Files app in iOS, but there's the app Total Commander, which is the best Android Files app. It's accessible and even has add-ons to connect to file servers and all kinds of stuff like that. Not free anymore. It's not? There was one that you had me no. search for the other day. It's not free anymore. I think it was that one. Hmm. Which I believe it was. Wasn't also, it like if you want an bucks. app like Shortcuts, Tasker is the way to go. And of course, there's IFTTT. Maybe it was Tasker that's not yeah, free. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Maybe it was. It was yes, it was Tasker. It's not Total Commander. Yeah. It was Tasker that's not free anymore, which... Grr. Yeah. But with Tasker, you could actually set up your own custom tasks to... I made one where whenever I unplug my phone from power, it would tell me the percentage of battery and not charging right. without having speech on. Yeah. So it's very powerful of what you could do with it. It's really nice. Um, Google Assistant will replace Siri, but you can also, on Android, use A-L-E-X-A. See, now what, what I've actually... What I want to do and what I haven't done yet is to put a an A-L-E-X-A, an A-Lady button on my home screen because replacing Google Assistant severely limits what you can do. Yes, and I have done, I have put an A-Lady button on my home screen. It's beautiful. Another app to get is BatteryBot. It will, I think it's a pro version you could pay for that will show you all kinds of stats about your battery and will show a widget on your home screen uh, and let you go in and see the health and temperature of your battery. Also, let's talk about this last thing I think it's very important to talk about, and that's launchers. I'm boring. I use the Pixel launcher. Me and too. I love how your phone just made the tritone sound. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so the the Pixel launcher is what we use. Samsung has one that was called TouchWiz, and I think they have a new one now. Um, Do not like TouchWiz. And there's other ones like Nova Launcher, Go Launcher. And it's all in what you prefer. There are launchers that can actually make it look like snow is falling on your home screen as you're <laughs> using your phone. 
It's kind of cool. There's the Microsoft launcher too. There is the Microsoft launcher, and it is a very nice launcher because it will do a lot of things with your Microsoft account to integrate with your phone. Also, if you are a Windows PC user, you can set up your Android phone with your phone on Windows and uh, make it to where you could send text messages and get other information from your phone. I have done that. It is very um, accessible, at least with NVDA. Um, it's quite accessible. So um, give that a shot. There's also the Connect app for Windows, which makes it to where you can send your phone screen and sound to a Windows PC using casting, which is really nice. That's neat. That's interesting. I didn't know about that one. Me either, actually. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I've used it a few times. I don't use it as much as I should, but it's a really cool way if you wanted to record games. You know, on your Android phone, you just send it to your computer and use like OBS to record that window. Huh. And you're good to go. Nice. Yeah. I do have one little rant, though, about Android. It's tiny. Volumes. Grr. Yeah, I do not I like the way they're managed. I, I, I understand why Google did what they did, and I accept it. It's 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 okay. Like there are situations where it's nice to be able to adjust the accessibility volume separate from your media volume. But I also wish we had the choice to have the media volume follow the accessibility volume and then you could separate them at will for whatever your situation was. Because I don't right. know how many times I have ended up with extremely loud talkback, extremely quiet media or extremely quiet talkback and extremely loud media because the volumes don't adjust always the way they should. Like I have experienced while playing music, adjusting the volume and it adjusts the accessibility volume when I yep. haven't touched the screen yep. or it hasn't spoken. See, I haven't seen that. If I'm using TalkBack, if it's talking, then I'm adjusting the accessibility volume. If it's not, it usually yeah. adjusts the other. And that's how it's supposed to work. And that's how it normally works. But there are times when it does not quite work that way. Nope. Mm. I'll I'll be playing a YouTube from... video and I'll want to adjust the YouTube video's volume so that I can hear talkback and I'll press the volume keys without ever touching the screen and all of a sudden talkback's really quiet but the YouTube video's still loud. Yeah. Right. And it's like why? Why? So the next thing I want to talk about is these very famous or infamous as you could say home back and overview buttons. Yes. We Starting with Android 9, we started to see the removal of these things. So on the Pixel Launcher, and I think it's all launchers, you can do this, but um, we started to see in Pi where you could swipe up from the bottom with one or two fingers, depending on if you have a screen reader on, to get to the um, all apps or to get to the uh, overview. And now you, I think you had to turn that on. Now I think it's on you by did. default in 10. Uh, it was not for me. It was not? Okay. Although I didn't reset my phone, so maybe it is on by default. But it was it was not for me when I upgraded. Now, the other thing is, is that you could have the back gesture uh, or the back button at the bottom, but now you can also remove that as well. So then it would just leave your home button. And now in Android 10, you can remove that as well. And guess what you get in place of it? A swipey, little swipey gestures. A little white line. Where have we seen that before? Uh, Windows Phone? No, wait. Is it an <laughs> Apple thing? Like yeah, it's kind of an Apple thing. Me phone or on the iPhone, iPhone 10 <laughs> line. So I no longer have a back gesture or a back button. I have a gesture from swiping from the left to the right. Uh, from the lift of the screen, swipe up for home, swipe up uh, further for app switcher or overview, and further for all apps anywhere. I did this as well, and I have to say it's amazing. Like, sometimes I've gotten used to the back button being there. I don't know what your pixel let you do, Michael, but the only thing I could do in mine was remove the overview button. I could not remove the back button. It wouldn't let me. It wasn't an option until I upgraded to 10, but right. Um, so my back button was always there and you know, I was just used to it being there. If I didn't feel like going to the navigate up button, I think that's what talk back calls it and apps. Um, 
I could just hit that button and be fine. And now that it's gone, since I, you know, made that happen, um, I find myself still kind of looking for the back button, forgetting that it's a little swipe with two fingers. And unfortunately, um, because of the way my Pixel works, I don't have a Taptic engine. I just have a vibrate motor thing. Uh, I, because I turned it off because I don't like it vibrating like that when I get touches, like I don't mind taptic feedback, like what the iPhone does and what the newer pixels do, but I don't like feeling that every time I touch a yeah. button or something on screen, that just drives me nuts. So I don't actually get any feedback as to the gestures that I'm about to perform. So I have to kind of guess about how long I need to swipe with two fingers to perform the gestures for like going to the home screen or going to the app overview or, um, the back gesture but even though it's guesswork i still prefer it over having those constant home and back and overview buttons they drove me nuts now the thing is is that there are some amazing things with android but let's talk about some drawbacks there are a few things that you do not get with android one of those is seeing ai seeing ai is not out for android as of yet one plus, though, you do get Google Lookout on certain devices. Yes, and it is more than just Pixel phones now. Yeah, I, I was hope it, it's all the brands. It's like it's not all the brands though. No, it's like I think it's like the Pixel phones. I think some Samsung phones. I believe some LGs, and I think that's about it. Yeah, the LG I was working with uh, last week did not get it, which I was very sad about. Mm. And so you don't get that on all the phones, and you don't get uh, seeing AI, like I said. But you also do not get nearly as many audio games. So if you're looking for a phone that can play accessible games, you're not going to find it on Android. Well, to the degree that you will in iOS, anyway. Do you know of any ar think... that are on Android? I don't know if audio archery is still around, but it was at one time. When I last played it, there were some panning issues, but it was there. Um, and uh, I think there is a blind legend for Android, I th I, th I think. Um, I, th I feel like there was another one, but I can't, I can't remember what it was. But there definitely are some audio games for Android. Now, one of my favorite things is google has google play games which lets you do achievements leaderboards and other things that you could do with game center and ios which they're still there they're just not in a central place and i feel like that's essential for a good gaming experience is to be able to go to a central place and look at this stuff so i love that aspect as well one of the things i like is um third-party text-to-speech support in android i mean you have it in ios to an extent but it's it's not it's limited to, at least, I think as of 12, it was. it's limited to a per-app basis. Like, you can get the Acapella voices and Ivona voice, or the, um, I think you can still get Ivona for voice stream reader, but I'm not entirely sure how that works. That's another show. Uh, but point is, you can get third-party synthesizers for um, certain applications, but you can only use them with those applications, whereas in Android, you can get third-party text-to-speech for like talkback even mm -hmm. it's available system-wide like there's Things eloquence like there's uh eloquence, vocalizer e speak yeah vocalizer sarah proc um there's a lot of choices they actually work yeah and it's really awesome yeah it's it is it is really awesome um i actually have the vocalizer voices and the acapella voices some of them anyway on my uh phone which is, is, is really neat. And it's just a nice experience compared to what it used to be. Um, but at the same time, you know, you, you there's a learning curve. There's a lot of different changes. And each phone is different from another. I was looking at an LG phone, and their settings app had tabs to go through the different parts of settings instead of whereas Google, it just has them all in a list. Yeah. So it's, I've seen it's very some interesting. some of that too, and it's... Yeah, and it, it, it kind of throws you off because you're like, you know, you pick up an Android device, especially if your first experience is with, say, stock Android, and for whatever reason you decide to branch out and get yourself a Galaxy or an LG phone, you're like, it's all different. 
Jason, so, talk about some of the sound drawbacks because there are. Um, comparison, comparing like microphones between I, using them on iOS and Android. Well, one of the drawbacks we had already talked about was the volume, um, and that's just personal opinion. I mean, just because I don't like it doesn't mean somebody isn't allowed to like it. But another thing is if you're using an app like Team Talk, for instance, and you happen to have the Andrea headphones, the binaural ones, or the Ambios or something, which you can use with Android. You just need to get the Anchor Lightning to USB-C dongle. And so when you're using them for Team Talk, the binaural image is weird. It's it's not quite binaural. It's like this weird stereo image without the more 3D aspect. I don't really know how to describe it. It's just, it's really weird. But if you record with it, apparently it's fine. But also on apps like Team Talk, I've heard pixels, including my own, kind of make it sound as though you are using a compressor on yourself. Uh, it's, 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 it's really weird. And mine seems to do it more so with its headphone jack than it does when I use the um, USB-C Pixel Buds. But when Michael and Aaliyah use their Pixels with the USB-C Pixel Buds, they definitely do it. And their levels are different than mine, and it's it's really weird. Um, but, I mean, the microphones can hear you at least. And also, again, using TeamTalk as an example, just because it's the highest quality app I, I have, um, voice pre-processing and stuff that works in iOS does not work in Android. At least, if it does work, it takes away all of your bass and doesn't actually echo cancel like it's supposed to. On my phone, it doesn't seem to do anything, whether it's on or off. But I don't know how much I don't know how much of what I'm describing is is a issue with Team Talk or an issue with Android. But it it's definitely strange is there anything else you can think of michael i feel like i'm forgetting something no i think that's about got it for that but you know it i think it's safe to say that it, whether you use ios or android you're going to get a good experience braille support apparently has gotten better you can use braille back with voice with i was about to say voiceover talk back <laughs> uh and get uh, Braille, and apparently, according to Aaliyah, there is grade 2 support in some capacity. Which I will hopefully be able to test soon. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yes. So I would love for somebody it's, out there to go test uh, Pocket Braille for Android and let me know how it goes. Oh, yeah. And speaking of reading, in case anybody is wondering, yes, the Bard app does exist for Android and has existed for Android for a while now, although it's a little different than the iOS version. And I personally don't like it. I'll have to play with it. Um, yeah, like in iOS, I don't know if this is still the case, but at one point my, my girlfriend, who's fully sighted, told me that when you look at the Bard app for iOS and you look at the slider that allows you to adjust your speed and your tone, it's not visually there on screen. Interesting. I'll have to look at weird. that. Now, yeah, there is... I don't know what, if that's still the case, but... There's one Android, huge, buttons. huge advantage of Android... Oh, yes. If you buy books from Kindle or Audible, you can do that in the apps. Yep. And you can also listen to some of these apps while you are doing other things on Android like Team Talk. Yes, you can. And for me, that's a big deal because I visually hate the online Kindle store that Amazon offers, and Audible is kind of a pain. So being able to do all that in-app is just phenomenal. So we've given you guys a lot of, you know, things to think about when you're switching from iOS to Android, and I hope you guys will give us some recommendations on apps you use, like voice recorder apps and good uh, apps for doing other tasks as well. So... Um, also for developers, Ultimate Servers Pro, check that out. That is where you could run any kind, uh, most any kind of server on your Android phone and make it available to other devices. And Hotspot, 
This is where Android excels over iOS as well. Hotspot does not have to turn off after five minutes of inactivity. Your phone can be a basic router as long as you need it to, which is which very is useful nice. for out at hotels and different places. Right. I've had my hotspot on my iPhone turn off on me before, and then I'll go to use it on my like iPad, for instance, and it's like, really? I have to reconnect to it again? So, yeah, it's... Android has never, I don't think, done that. Although, apparently, in Android 10, carriers are going to be able to restrict a little more of the operating system than they've been able to in the past, and that kind of scares me because I don't quite know all the details and what they will be able to do, but I've been hearing around the web that that's going to be a thing. Stock Android. Carriers are going stock to have Android, control. Stock Android. Even stock on Android. stock Android. Ooh, I don't know that I like that. I mean, I don't think they will be able to do anything to unlocked phones, but I think I, rem I, like, I remember reading that they would be able to, I think, like, make the phone only work with their service. Like, you wouldn't be able to take it over to another carrier somehow. Well, that's locking, but, you know. Well, yeah, it's locking, but the iPhone, um, or not the iPhone, but earlier versions of Android, you were apparently able to get around that somehow. Again, I don't know the details, but mm -hmm. it just it just scares me that I know that the carriers are going to be getting more control. Yeah. We'll have to look more into that, and we'll report back on uh, that in a, yeah. in a different show. But uh, it, it is interesting, and we'll see where Android goes. But we need to go ahead oh, yeah. and wrap up for today. And so, with all of that being said, uh, we're going to talk more about Android as things go on, and I'm there's a few things I want to do with my Android phone now, now that we've talked about all this. So, uh, <laughs> right. Jason, what's your pick for this week, and where can people find you online? My pick for this week is a book series called The Murderbot Diaries. It's by Martha Welsh, I believe. Uh, we'll link to it, of course, in our in our pick section. Um, but it's it's about this uh, security android who ends up um, going rogue, and uh, he discover or well, it discovers that they um, it doesn't quite necessarily feel the way about humans and uh, what it's doing with its uh, life as it is it is it thought. Um, there are going to be more books available than what are available currently. I think there's like four books, like All Systems Red, uh, The Artificial Condition, Exit Strategy, and I think there's another one that I'm forgetting. Oh, Rogue Protocol, and not necessarily in the, the chronological order. But um, I guess another book is going to be coming out at some point soon. But it's it's amazing. The books aren't that long on Bard. Uh, they're about like a little over three hours or so a piece. And they do have the professional version from recorded books, which is great. Thank you for so, telling um, me that. Yeah. I will go find them now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's uh, read by Kevin R. Free, I believe is his name. But uh, I read Bob Iverse and... Thank you, Michael, for that great recommendation. And I, I kind of needed more something like that. So there you go. Came across those. And now I'm reading a different book, which might be my next pick. But uh, stay tuned for that. Um, as far as where people can find me online, you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at jason at iAccessibility.net. You can search for me on Facebook. Just search for Jason Earls. And you can follow me on Twitter at jde. That's Juliet Delta Echo 91. I do ask that if you add me to social media, that you let me know that you have found me from the IACast network. And so Aaliyah had to step out, but you can get a hold of her. She produces content for iAccessibility. You can email her at Aaliyah, that's A L E E H A, at iAccessibility.net. And she is on Twitter at BlindCowGirl199. See, I think I pulled so off a pretty good. You. I think I pulled off yeah. a pretty good Aaliyah. You didn't sound like her, but <laughs> you got the info, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. And she did not have a pick for this week, but she will when she returns on the next episode. So my pick for this week is going to shock everybody. 
I started playing MUDs because I wanted to get into uh, the spirit of building a MUD client for iOS and for uh, updating the Mac client to be a Catalyst app. So I started playing Miriani. It's a sci-fi space-based MUD, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm I I donated to the game because I like it that much, and I'm really excited to play it. It's really fun. I know there can be some frustrating things in the game, but uh, I like it. And I've been playing a little bit more than I should. So <laughs> it's really neat. So instead of pro- so instead of producing content, you can find him roid hauling at. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Indeed, indeed. But, uh, you know, it's a fun game and I recommend people give it a try. So you can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Mike Doeys. That's M-I-K-E-D-O-I-S-E at iAccessibility.net. I am Mike Doeys on Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Michael Doeys. And hey, we have a new Facebook group that I created for iAccessibility. So um, you'll have to go join it if you're uh, interested and use Facebook. Just search for the iAccessibility community. You will see you all there. So yeah, um, just had to throw that in there because it's really exciting. Um, but yes, you could find me there in all those places. So uh, you could also find me at my website at michaeldoeys.com. And uh, yeah, all, all the places, all the social networks, I probably am there. So this has been another great IA cast. We can't wait to see you next time on a new episode. And we will see you next week. So thanks, everyone. And have a great day. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iAccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iAccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iAccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iAccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2019, iAccessibility, LLC.